0: Hello and Merry Christmas from Money Tips, Charles Kelly. Great to see you all again. Hope you've had a good year and you are looking forward to a, a good year ahead in two thousand and twenty-two. So, how do you think you're going to prosper in two thousand and twenty-two? What does twenty-two have in store for you? Now, most of you might might say, well, yeah, you know, here it is. I'm I'm planning this or that. But many of you will say, well, it depends. It depends on the economy. It depends on you know lockdowns and pandemics. It depends on the government. Joe Biden, Boris Johnson, federal. Reserve whatever you know, but you know if we've learned anything over the past hundred years from books like Think and Grow Rich and the science of getting rich, success and where you are has a lot more to do with what's going in your head than it does with in, in terms of the wider economy. So the answer lies not so much in the wider economy, but in your own economy, your you economy, what you are doing for your own economy. Your own economy is you know, what money you're bringing into the, the household and what money you're spending. That's your miniature economy, if you like. And you've got to concentrate on that rather than just thinking about, you know, watching the news and thinking about all the doom and gloom. I mean, there is a lot of doom and gloom. Um, you know, just this year, I heard, uh, just, just today, I mean, I heard that 2,000 flights have been canceled around the world as people cancel trips or people are unable to go on trips, you know, but you could look at that and say, well, that's, you know, that's terrible. But you've got to get on. You've got to move on with things. And, you know, one of the reasons Brian Tracy said that people who migrate, immigrants, migrants succeed in, in the first few years very quickly is that a lot of them just don't watch the news. Some of them cannot speak that English very well. Or they don't watch uh, the TV of the local TV that they're, that they're, that they're, where they're living. They haven't got time to watch TV. So they're not watching the news and they're not sucking in all the, the bad news. So when people say to them, have you heard there's a recession? They So well, I don't know. I'm, I'm out doing my thing. They're out hustling and working and running their businesses and, and getting wealthy. And, and this is, uh, it, it sounds like a funny thing, but I, I believe that, that that is true. Most migrant people I speak to, um, even after many years of living in the country, they're getting on with their, their work and their business and working hard. They're not sitting around worrying about the news. In fact, if you talk to them about items in the news, they say, oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, there's a pandemic on this. Well, they'd they know that much. But, you know, they... They, they don't sort of sit down and watch the news four or five times a day and then and sit there worrying so ask yourself these questions what's your plan what is your plan for next year what is your plan for the next five years and you know if you haven't got one it maybe it's about time you had one and if you've got a plan you've got a written goal you've got a dream you've got a uh, something you want to achieve is it written down you know we know That if you write things down, you're more more like a 100 times more likely to achieve it or even start it than you are if it's just a vague dream of, uh, well, I'd like to earn more money. Someday I'd like to be wealthy. Someday I'd like to have a big house. Uh, What is a big house? How much is more money? And when do you want to earn more money? These are things you've got to look at. So, um, you know, write them down and set a target for it. What steps are you taking then to achieve your your goals you're not going to achieve them by just sitting there going oh the money will come oh the money will come no you've got to go out and work for it even you know religious people and you know the the buddhas and and all the religious people who who say you know look to the universe pray but they always say you've got to do the work as well so what action steps are you taking action steps could be as simple as um, you know making a call doing some research um, putting something in, into, into motion so that you get that motion, you get that uh, your momentum going straight away rather than just, you know, uh, writing it down and doing nothing. Uh, I may have told you the story before, but many years ago, um, I, I think I might have mentioned it in this book, my book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. But many years ago, I um, had a business. We employed a lot of people and we needed to expand. So we went to the bank for more uh, for, for, for a loan. And it was quite a big loan it was going to be unsecured and we needed a business plan so we we called in this consultant who uh, i think it was from the local business network and we called somebody in and he said look you need a proper business plan with cash flow forecasts with um, you know projected accounts and figures and all this sort of stuff and he he knocked up a really good business plan i think it was about 30 pages and quite frankly i didn't understand a lot of it because all these figures were there and um you know and then we had to, we, we gave him the stuff that we were going to achieve like we'll do this we'll do that we'll do that by x, x y z and he put that all together for us very successfully and he actually had to come along to the bank with us to to go through it because they were asking you know they were asking the figures like what does this figure mean why is it in year three your projection is this and that you know they were going into that and and he he stepped in and explained it but we explained the overall concept of of the company of course we know what we wanted to achieve and then we got the loan, great. And I put that business plan away in my desktop drawer and uh, forgot about it. And then a few years later, I was clearing out the desk and I said, oh, this is this business plan. I said, I said my partner, look at this. You know, this is the business plan. I looked down at the things we said we'd achieve, And you know what happened? We'd actually achieved, I think, nine out of 10 of those things that we wanted to achieve, we'd actually done, even though we'd written them down and put it away in a drawer. So if that can work for someone who just, Puts it away in a drawer it will work for you if you write down detailed plans and and start i mean we were working on things but we weren't looking at that goal sheet every day but I'm, I'm, i promise you that if you do that and you look at your goals and you you work on them every day and you maybe you, you do it on a spreadsheet where you, you have steps to take um and the, or you put it on a on a on a wall or you just write it on a on a chart or something then then you know that you're working towards those things now you might wanna think about that in your New Year's resolution. Um, I, I don't personally, you know, I'm not a great fan of New Year's resolutions. Like I'll lose weight and then join a gym and then end up leaving the gym halfway through January. But I, I do work on goals all the time. Um, this year I've been working on my new book borrow and grow rich I've been putting together a course smart money manager and you know my money mastery course so that's that's done <clears throat> I've, d- I've done a lot of things this year and it all takes time and you work on you chip away at things um, I've, I've also been working on things in my in my property business as well but I don't sit down on the January the first and say right this is what I'm going to do I, I'm working on things all the time I review things it, and that's important you've got to review it, it that's in my book one of the three steps the three R's review but, um, you know, if January the 1st is good for you, then great, you know, look at it. This is a good time to reflect on what you've achieved in the last year and where you want to be next year. So where do you want to be next year? Where do you want to be in one year, five years, 10 years? Have you thought about that? Maybe you should project forward and say, this is where I want to be. And then look at this long-term thinking and then think back. Uh, imagine that you'd already achieved that, that, that goal, like you've, you've where you wanted to be and sit down and meditate on it and think about, well, uh, what steps did I need to take to to get there? And, you know, very successful people do this, athletes do this, they take a long-term view. You know, most of us um, underestimate what we can do in the long-term, but we overestimate what we can't do. And I I just think, you know, by writing things down, by working on things, there's loads of books on goals you can read out there, Um, but make sure that, you know, you take the action steps and your goals are realistic. You know, if you're earning $50,000 this year or 30,000 um, pounds and you, you want to increase your income, you know, rather than saying, well, I, I want to earn $2 million next year, you know, why not say, well, look, I'll increase my income by 20%. If you say $2 million and that's going to be such a big figure in your mind that you're probably not even going to, to aim for it. You may not even get started. You'll get very despondent within the first couple of months. So pick out something that you know you can achieve. I'm not saying downgrade things, but maybe say I want to be earning a million dollars a year within five years time. But if you try and make it too unrealistic, you're going to struggle. Um, so that, that, that's something you, 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 you've really got to look at. Make it realistic, make it achievable, and, and make sure you've got steps there to, to, to start putting it into action. So start thinking about that. You know, if you wanted to increase your income by 20%, one of the steps you could take might be to set up a side hustle, start up, set up an online business. I, I You know, I've, I've put out posts about that, how to set up online businesses. Many people are doing this. Many people are making a lot of money doing online selling, online Amazon trading, online business, whatever it is, online marketing, affiliate marketing. There's lots of things you can do. Or you can say, well, like, one of the ways I'm going to increase my income is get a part-time job on a Saturday. Or... I'm going to change my job. I'm going to get my CV together and send it out and get a higher paid job. All these things you can do. Um, So those would be steps to take. They don't have to be necessarily minutely detailed, but you have to take some steps. Okay, so what's been happening this year? Well, it's been a momentous year, hasn't it? The last couple of years especially. And now we're in the 21st year of the 21st century. And there's been a number of firsts. You know, the first time I think so much money has literally been created out of thin air, quantitative easing and all that sort of stuff. Um, the first time, uh, you know, a, a new medicine has been mandated, you know, to, to, you must take this medicine on, on, a, on a scale, you know, a worldwide scale, right? I think it's the first time that uh, citizens have been threatened with, you know, fines and imprisonment for not taking this, this new medicine, which I believe is unlicensed as of now. Um, and you know, and even put into prison for this, and and we've seen this in countries like Australia and uh, uh, Austria, and and this is coming. So it's the first time this is happening, where freedoms have been changed, things have changed in the, in the last year. Uh, first time people uh, and economies have been literally sort of locked down. Um, you know, I mean, right now we've got a variant, uh, the omnicon variant which uh, the South African scientists who found, who discovered this variant, have said it's no worse than a bad cold or flu. And yet we're locking down almost the whole world. I mean, as I said, all these people have canceled their holidays, all these people who have um, just, just, you know, canceling trips, canceling restaurant bookings. It, it, it is really bad out there. And I think it's the first time that governments and organizations like the, the UN and the, the World Health Organization have really, seem to act together where every country seems to be doing the same thing now in the uk right now uh, we've got various sections of the uk uh, a few days before christmas the 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 governments of the various parts of the uk scotland wales northern ireland and, and england uh said that you know you'll be spared christmas you know you can have your christmas this year well thanks that's really nice of you um and but different parts of the country said well but after christmas on the 27th of uh uh, december we're going to lock everything down again we're going to restrict you you can't go this you can't do that um so the new year trade has been ruined in those countries but in england we don't know what's going to happen after christmas they've just said you know carry on with your christmas enjoy your christmas but be safe and all that sort of stuff but we don't businesses here don't know in london what's going to happen after christmas are they going to shut them down again so um pubs and restaurants and that, they think we'll do we order more food for next week um or, or are they going to come out on on boxing day and sort of start locking everything down again so it, it really is a, a bad time <clears throat> and you know it's, it's actually damaging the new year trade which is one of the biggest nights of the year for many uh, businesses in in the hospitality trade that have already had a hard time they're just getting over the, the last uh you know the, the, the events of the last couple of years um then we, we, we see that the markets, now what's happening with the markets, despite the UK still really being in the biggest recession in 300 years, not really out of it, we're still down on, on trade figures from 2019 um, and running up the largest national debt since, since the war, since the Second World War, and it's the same in America and many other countries, the property markets and stock markets have gone up. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Well, it doesn't to me. You know I, I thought that things would be corrected quite some time ago i i i, I didn't uh, account for the amount of money that has been pumped in artificially pumping up this market with as i said quantitative easing which is creating money out of thin air basically and historically low interest rates which have been kept down despite inflation they've kept interest rates down so there's trillions of dollars of cheap money you know if you think of mergers and acquisitions uh, companies buying up other companies, it's hit record levels because there's all this cheap money available. Uh, and, and even companies using this money to buy back their own shares and pay themselves very nice uh, dividends and bonuses. So what when will this party end? Well, all the parties come to an end in the end, some stage. They don't just go up and up forever. We shouldn't just think that markets will just keep going up in this upward spiral like climbing Everest. It, it does dip and goes up and down. Now, my estimate is that 2022 would will be the year when the stock markets either crash or have a big correction and then the chickens home will, will come home to roost these chickens of massive debt of spending sprees i mean in america they're, they're now approving a two and a half trillion spending spree uh in in the uk uh, we spent 300 billion on on the lockdown despite the fact that we were told there was no money there we were still getting out of the last recession from 2008, and we had had to tighten our belts. And yet all this money just comes out of thin air almost. So now I know that I've I've talked about a 2021 correction, but that that hasn't happened, why? Because there's so much money going into the market. Trillions of dollars are going into ETFs and mutual funds and stock markets. That's what's buoying up the market. And we know that the the markets are way overpriced. The PE ratios are at record levels. If you look at things like the Shiller, Index uh, the uh, the Buffett index. They, 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 they will show you that on their calculations, stocks and shares are way overpriced. It must come to an end at some stage. Properties we know uh, have, have got out of the reach of many people. The only reason they are able to buy them, first-time buyers, is because of money coming from their parents, drawing out equity from their house that maybe they had their mortgage paid off but they're drawing out the equity to, to help their kids and their grandchildren get on that property ladder and of course we've got cheap interest rates which makes people a lot bolder when they borrow huge amounts of money but interest rates have just gone up in the uk uh, and they will go up um in in america uh the ft said that uh, there should be three rate rises next year that's in the the, the, the uh, financial times so rates will go up and I think that that could be the trigger um that that will set the markets uh, correcting themselves and, and maybe going down and you know we've got inflation running at the highest rate for nearly 40 years so countries will eventually have to increase rates to stop that inflation running away now other experts say that inflation will be just temporary and it will eventually go away we don't know but we know that interest rates have started to go up in many countries around the world but not yet. In America, I think they're frightened to increase rates because it will affect the markets. It will also affect the amount of money that they pay on the trillions of bonds that they they borrowed on, and and that will affect their payments. So, if you think a small quarter percent rate rise is not going to have much effect, well, it will affect everybody because we're all going to be paying for the government spending and and their their borrowing on on these bonds. So we're all going to be paying for it one way or another because the government doesn't have any money; they take it from taxpayers like you and me now inflation is is rising around the world as i said there's more money's been printed in the last couple of years than at any time in history the official u.s rate of inflation is 6.8 percent but if you look at things called shadow stats which looks at what the real underlying figures are uh, based on their figures based on what how they used to calculate inflation they think inflation is really running at 15 percent and we know that uh, i i've seen things go up by more than 50 percent um, energy costs are set to double for millions of people, uh, which will increase the price of all goods and services because businesses consume energy. Businesses consume petrol and oil and petrol, you know, all these things. Now, property and share prices have continued to boom in 2021, um, leaving many investors thinking that prices will just continue going up, will go up indefinitely. But it doesn't, never works like that. You can't just expect the property is just going to keep going up and up and up. Yeah, over the long term, it goes up, but there's always dips, even when, there's supply and demand issues. Even when there's a shortage of properties, if the demand goes down, the prices will go down and people will stop buying or they will just not be able to buy. So it's never happened in my lifetime. I've seen many, many property crashes and stock market crashes. I've seen many recessions and I think we're gonna see some more not too long from now. The Halifax recently said that the property market will slow. I think they predicted a growth of 2%. In 2022, now, I've never heard a leading lender or a larger state agency say that the market will fall. They use words like ease, slow, uh, project, uh, level out. That's that's sort. They never say it's going to fall, but you know they're, they're virtually saying it's going to fall, but uh, just grow by lower uh, rates. That's what that's what they're saying. And that's the Halifax, one of the biggest lenders in in the country, or maybe the biggest lender. This year, we saw millions of migrants on the move. Right. Uh, the last couple of years have seen unprecedented amounts of migrants, refugees, asylum seekers just really marching across large swathes of, of continents, marching across Europe, marching across South America into to America and Mexico. Um, this is unprecedented, really. And, and, you know, in countries like Bangladesh, you know, we think we've got a migrant crisis here, but millions of people have landed on Dhaka in Bangladesh, uh, displaced by flooding and, and sea rise, sea levels rising. So they've got a huge problem there, and they've got they haven't got the money to cope with it. So it's not just in in the West; it's 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 all over the place, and and that's that's um, been a big feature of the last couple of years. Many of them have been trafficked across borders, but you know, in the past, people would apply to come into a country. Now they're just more or less walking in or jumping on a boat and just turning up on the beach and saying asylum. Um, you know, we've seen climate disasters as well. Um, we, we've seen you know huge things like. Uh, you know, cyclones and, and typhoons, like the one just recently that has destroyed 90% of homes in islands like Surigao and Siargao uh, in, in the Philippines, the southern islands of the Philippines. And, you know, we in the West are worrying about, oh, can we get our turkey before Christmas? Um, is, are we going to run out of turkeys? What are we going to eat for Christmas? And filling up with all this food, when you know it makes you think that a lot of people haven't got any food in, that, in those islands in the Philippines. They haven't got enough food to eat because everything's been destroyed. You know, their homes are gone everything's gone they've got no nowhere to cook it they've got no fresh water so that's why i've run a, a fundraiser in conjunction with the rotary clubs because i'm a member of rotary and they're on the ground they're doing some good work so i put up a, a fundraising uh, on 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 facebook there on, on the group so please have a look at that you know do, do have a look at that and if you can contribute even a small amount it will help those people that will not be having a merry Christmas. They'll be going hungry. And, you know, people already died of dehydration in these countries because they haven't got enough fresh water. So do, do think about those people that, you know, for, for it, it's not very merry for them. Now, getting back to, to what I was saying, money has also migrated across the world from uh, countries like China, Russia, other countries where they want to put it into a, a so-called safe haven in, you know, London, Sydney, Auckland, Perth, you know, Vancouver, Toronto, these, these property markets have boomed in the last couple of years, artificially again, because of all this money coming in from, from wherever. Um, but that, that's another feature of the last couple of years. And wealthy people are also sought, seeking out second and third residences. Uh, maybe they want another passport they want to have that, that choice of saying well if things go wrong in my country I can hop over and stay there maybe for paying pay less tax. And there are many countries out there that will give you a residency for the long term or even a passport for cash or a property investment. I've talked about that on previous podcasts. So look financial education is always the key to building wealth and keeping wealth so do keep looking at my free stuff out there on on YouTube uh, and my regular, financial updates on Facebook, on on iTunes, and all the podcasts I put out, please like and share them to get it out to more people. And I would ask you one other thing. Do you think you can get rich by saving alone? You can do so much by saving, but you're not going to really become wealthy just by by saving. Or if you do, it will take you many, many, many years, perhaps 30 or 40 years of, of saving into your pension. However, I've written a book called Borrow and Grow Rich because most people who become rich do so using other people's money. It's the secret of OPM, the miracle of using other people's money and what we call leverage. So in my book, Borrow and Grow Rich, which I've just published, I've put it out there on, on Amazon for pre-launch. So please do order a Kindle copy of that. It, it's very, very cheap. It costs you less than a, a cross on a cup of coffee um, and, and try and help me get that to, to out to more people by pre-ordering that, that book online. I'll put a link up there. and. You know if you if you do that i'll send you a free pdf copy of this book my last book uh, which is called yes money can buy your happiness i'll send you a pdf of that and just for just for buying so it's, 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 send me you know confirmation of your order and i'll send you that pdf absolutely no obligation just for helping me out and and getting that book and also uh, there's another offer i'm putting out there which you can Download chapter one and two for free and I'll put a link up there for that. So I wish you a Merry Christmas. Hope you all have a a great great, uh, holiday break and you can all spend uh, time and quality time with your family. And I wish you a very prosperous and Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.